Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Pretty Little Prisons Podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. Today we have a special treat for you, the first in-person interview in the show. Today's topic is going to be creative blocks. So we're here with accomplished author, Karina Contas. Did I say your name properly? Is it Contas? You did, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Perfect. <laughs> and so today we're going to talk about that pretty little prison um, called Creative Block. And as an accomplished author, um, Karina's going to offer her incentives, um, insights, and perspectives as to how to overcome some of the common creative blocks we have. So let's start out first and foremost and talk about writer's block. How have you experienced this in your process and if so how did you overcome this challenge well I've been in this business for 28 years and 14 books so if I said no I've never had writer's block I would be lying um I don't think of it as writer's block I think of it of standing at the edge of a cliff I see the other side but I just can't get over there I'm looking for the ladder where's the bridge the bridge has disappeared um, so basically, it's what it is. It's your, just your creative juices have just stopped. Your muse has packed its bags and gone on holiday, and you're just you can't move on from that part of the manuscript. There's two ways of overcoming that. There's go away from that scene, jump over to the other side, and hope you reach it. Uh, you don't fall down the cavern, and um, start on a different scene. Uh, Make up uh, something really exciting, like a conflict or an argument or a battle that really gets you into into the moment, into the scene. And when you start writing this new scene, it doesn't matter that it's towards the end of the book. It doesn't matter if you're going to put it in the middle or how far away it is from where you stopped. Getting you back into that creative, um, getting you back with the juices flowing again and the imagination coming again and the writing's flowing then when you finish that you can go back to that cliff and cross that bridge because you'll be ready to carry on from where you stopped the other thing is when you can't jump you just haven't got the energy to jump so you can't go and start writing something else because you've got no idea of the next scene or the, what's going to happen later on in the book that's when you need to step away from the manuscript completely go for a walk read just just forget about the book what i do go on to uh, your group facebook twitter whatever wherever you have your people and ask them to give you three random words and they'll put these words down and you'll have a whole list. You write them down in three different columns, close your eyes, pick a one on each column. You've got total three random words and you write a flash fiction using those three words. And it's as soon as you get the words straight away, you're thinking, oh yeah, I could use that for that bit, that for that bit, got my story. Let's start writing it down. And after you've done that, then you show, you, of course, you post it so they can see it because they helped you. Um, they Part of the process, which is really good because you're making a connection with your readers as well. You're getting them involved in your, your activities and uh, 
your how a writer works the writer's life sort of thing and they feel really happy about being part of that so you share the story with them plus you've got another flash fiction to go into your next collection when you have enough to make another book which i have two already so uh, they are the two things i do when there is that writer's block Wonderful. And I think and, and it's so easy to see um, the imagery, the way that you describe it. It's 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 great because, like you said, it's a twofold opportunity, not just to overcome the place where you're at, but also to help transition you to to the next um, to the next idea or the, ne the next book, which kind of, you know, is a perfect segue into my next question, which is um, the creative mindset. Um, so what challenges as a creator do you experience maybe it's in your um, say your daily routine gets shaken up or you have to travel unexpectedly or you know how do you go uh, overcome any thought traps or mindset that might interfere with your normal you know creative process or flow routine how do you how do you overcome any blocks created by that well first of all i I only work uh, on my books uh, with a writing editing or promoting at the weekends because I run Author Assist, which helps other authors with their promotion and marketing of their books. Um, some authors are just constantly writing and just getting one book out after another, and they have no time to promote themselves or the books. So I work for them and I do that for them. Others hire me to do a book trailer. Others hire me to do a narration. Others hire me to um, try and uh, get them uh, upon the uh, Amazon bestseller list by doing my magic. Can't say much more about that, but it's magic. <laughs> um, so uh, during the day, I'm like 10 hours a day for five days a week doing author assist. Now, these people pay me, it's not an hourly rate, they pay me a month, a monthly sum, um, my full time uh, clients. And so I know I have to do something for them that day. Now, if like I have like I had the other week, I was down at a clinic um, at the uh, like a hospital getting some tests done and I was away from my computer for, for many, many hours. Um, luckily, I suffer from insomnia. So when I'm supposed to be sleeping, I'm actually wide awake. And when the US is wide awake, I should be sleeping. So it's the perfect time for work because everyone's awake. My clients, most of them are from the US. Um, and I'm awake because I'm having insomnia, so I can catch up anything that I couldn't do that day because I was busy. I can catch up and do six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, type away, work away till the next day. And sometimes I don't even sleep. At 48 hours, 74 hours, I've gone where I've been zombified. And the weekend, like I say, I, I have to do any work to catch up on the weekend and then I have to do um, editing or writing of the manuscript I'm working on. Um, <clears throat> the book that I'm working on at the moment, now that this is in the 27 years, it's never happened to me before. I was scared to open it. I was, I was avoiding this book because I know I had to write it. I have to write it more than any of the others that are in the line ready to be done and I didn't want to face it because I'd if I it's hard to explain it's basically it's 
the first book of a series. But when I wrote the series, um, I was a young child. And so I wrote the first book as a young adult and four young adults. But then after the third, the next three books were for adults, 18 only. Well, you can't have a book set of a young adult book and then 18, 18, 18. So I had to rewrite um, the first book in Times of Violence as an adult edition and uh, just been avoiding it, avoiding it, avoiding it. And then I decided I needed to change my covers. I needed a, a new publishing imprint. The books totally need refreshed to, to get them selling again. I thought, well, in that case, I have to write in Times of Violence. So what do I do? Okay, I'll get I'll get the the young adult copy, and I'll throw in some sex, and I'll throw in some violence, and there's the adult edition. Now that would have been the easier thing to do. But what did I do? I started working, and you know when your fingers just start moving and you don't realise what you're writing, and after they stop and you look at the screen. I started writing the totally new book with the same characters, darkest places you can go in literature. Uh, I'm loving, I'm loving writing it now, but that's why I was avoiding it because I, I took the wrong way. I, I should have done the easy way, and I didn't. I took the wrong way, picked it up in all those years because I wasn't ready to write an adult version of the book. But now I am, and it, it's it's for me. It's flowing. It's it's. Um, I've never had that avoiding a book before, and I'm glad that I got over it. Because if I had, if I kept on avoiding it, it would never have been written. And now, when I started it, and I keep on opening it any time during the weekend, and I start writing, and I go on like five thousand, six thousand words in. In a day or something. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly what you've done. You know, as I say, if, if necessity is the mother of invention, it's also the mother of reinvention. And that's exactly what you've accomplished in, in just approaching the same project, but from a different angle. And then that created, that even opened up new creative avenues for you to, to express your talent through. So exactly. But it's when you say about a creative block, I didn't realize it until you actually said it as a creative block. It was, I was avoiding that book. And until I, until I opened the manuscript, until I typed the first word, then the creative juices just came. It's a powerful thing just to begin, just to go, I, like you said, and pick up the pen, just to be behind the pen or I was the keyboard. And I write it because I wasn't ready. You broke up there, Wendy. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> no, that's I said. I said it's a powerful thing just to begin, just to sit down in front of the keyboard or behind the pen and just to begin. Uh, because then I think it's the equivalent of, of setting your intention with the laws of attraction. And it's so when you put yourself behind something, then all of a sudden it's, it's, you know, it's coming through you. It's coming to you and it's coming through you, which is a lot of what the creative process is, is like. And so I guess that leads me to my, my third and final question for today's interview, which is um, in terms of um, confinement within the creative process, how do you escape to just be 
Karina, I mean, as it as out, um, you, you mentioned taking walks, but like, for example, since a lot of your business requires you to write, you're working, you know, five days a week on client projects with author assistant, then on the weekends, you're doing your own projects, then when do you, how do you find time to escape that confinement arc of the creative process itself, and just get to be you? Yeah, so how do you do that? Do you do that? Please tell me you do that. Self-care stuff. No, I, I, no, I don't self-care, unfortunately. I do enjoy singing. Okay. Um, my husband works in a karaoke bar in the summer uh, in a resort just down the road because I live on the island of Corfu. So we have all the tourists come over in the summer. Uh, not as many as they were, unfortunately, with everything that's going on. But anyway, so... Um, I get to sing, I get to do my work in the evening, I get to pack up, I get to dress up and I go to the bar in the summer and I sing. And I, because I can sing, I used to sing professionally, I get people in the bar like a PR and uh, they come in and have a drink and they sit and they listen to me sing for the night unless anyone else wants to do the karaoke. And that gives me so much joy. It gives me happiness. I love to sing. It just... It just the endorphins work and and for me that that's my happy place is to sing um last year i represented greece in the world karaoke competition i got into semi-finals um thank you uh, i've been practicing and i've got um my audition ready for this year's uh, uh competition um so i'm going to be um it's only one minute of a song so I, I did a song and then I, I found the best one minute of it. <laughs> it's like it's cut in the middle of the song and it stops in the middle of the song, but it sounds really good that one minute. So I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to send that in. But um, I've got a, a setup with my microphone and the amp and everything. I can just walk away from my computer, go into my living room, put YouTube on, put my microphone on full blast, sing for a half an hour, feel great, and come back and carry on working. That is my self-care. That, that's all I do. There you go. That That's your escape. And that's kind of what the show is all about, is just providing... Um, a perspective from from other human beings in this world, we all tend to encounter blocks, no matter what our process, what our work, our flow processes, and and so we have to find ways to hack our lives in order to be our best selves and and find that work life balance. And that's exactly what you do with the singing. It's your way to offset, you know, um, the rest of the rest of it. So I think when when someone's creative, when when they they. Uh, either write or they sing it's not just one thing it's always another but you have that main thing that you focus on but then you've got that other little talent that you can fall back on or you do as a hobby for me it's writing as my main and singing as a hobby that's perfect and that's that's exactly um I mean I think I think honestly that is there really are no secrets, right? Because there's nothing new under the sun. But I think that where we find solace is when we we find we have things in common with other beings. And so I think a lot of people would agree with you that that singing is a is a great is a great hobby, is a great escape from you know whatever might be the daily routine or the daily grind and a way to express yourself that is 
what I call a freedom experience, which is what this whole podcast is sort of centered around is, is finding a way to create those freedom experiences to escape the confinement arcs that often develop in our life because of either a survival situation or just routine or whatever. So um, so thank you so much for coming on the show today and being my first ever interview for the podcast. You've been most gracious and I think, um, I think our listeners are gonna find your content really helpful. So thanks again for taking time out all the way from Greece with the time difference <laughs> to, to be on uh, the Pretty Little Prisons podcast today. It's, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I'm honored to be your first guest and all the best of luck with the podcast. Thank you. Today's musical intro was provided by Toontank.com and the artist is Omka, O-M-K-A.